right now. Welcome to the Uncensored Wrestling Podcast. Dylan is not with us today. So it's me, Matt Miller, and Bill, William, I don't know, what do you want to be called on the podcast, man? Uh, William King, that's that's my Facebook. I'll just stick to that. All right, cool. Me and William, we're going to go over uh, Backlash here. Uh, did you watch any of the pre-show, man? Um, I did skip the pre-show this time around. Uh, there was only one match on it, and usually those matches aren't too great, so I, I usually just pass on them. All right, so I was in and out. I got two five-year-olds running around, but uh, I seen a little bit of the pre-show, and it was Bailey versus Ruby Riot. And what's so funny about it to me is they were dressed pretty similar, just different colors. So it was like good Bailey versus evil Bailey. That's that's what the match looked like. It was fucking hilarious. Um, it wasn't a bad match, though. I wish they had more time. Uh, it seemed a little rushed. Ruby Riot won. Uh, it would be nice to see them fight more. It, it was actually not bad. But like I said, it was like good Bailey versus evil Bailey. And that was pretty funny. Yeah, they're, they're like move sets are kind of similar and they they dress about the same. It, it was pretty funny. I'm not sure if that was planned or not, but that's the vibe that I got. <laughs> yeah, I did see a Ruby Wright's uh, attire. It was kind of, a, kind of a weird one. She had like the half uh, half pants or something going, yeah. going on there. Yeah. yeah, it was funny though. So uh, getting into the main show. First match, Miz versus Rollins for the Intercontinental title. Man, this match blew me away. I could watch these guys wrestle forever. They're both just great in the ring. Um, There were so many great spots, like when Miz kicked Rollins in the face, and then he DDT'd him on the stairs. Like It was so fucking good, man. The frog splash, and when Rollins hit his knee on the post... Um, Rollins kicked out of two skull f- crushing finales. Like this was a really good match, and I'm surprised that Miz lost off just one curb stomp. Really, what do you what did you think? Um, in my opinion, that has to be the match of the night. There, uh, I agree. Which did which did surprise me because usually the uh, I mean you don't know what the match of the night is going to be. But they they started it off. Yeah, I actually and, uh, wrote I didn't down. Expected to be match of the night, um, uh, but it was compared to all the other matches. Um, I think it made Miz look a little bit weak, especially his finisher. Um, I even said uh, during the match, I was watching with my family, and I was like, "Wow, uh, Miz is going to need a new finisher now." Yeah, and no, usually, yeah. I, usually I don't say that. So. I definitely agree that I wrote down, I hope the rest of the night is this good because this match was so great. And and I agree that it made his finisher look a little weak, but I also think overall it made him strong. Like I was talking to my girlfriend about this and I was saying, I think Miz should be pushed to the main event on SmackDown after this. Like he should take the title from AJ down the line, maybe in six months or something. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that happening. Uh, probably six months would be good. It would give him enough time to uh, deal with that Daniel Bryan stuff. Uh, I think it will lead in. Mean, I think it will lead into the mean, Daniel Bryan stuff. If Miz gains the WWE Championship, Daniel Bryan can take it from him. Yeah, I, I, 
could see that happening, and that would be a very intense rivalry. I could actually see that happening at SummerSlam. Right, that's what I mean. Like, build it up over the next, like, four or five, uh, I don't even know. Uh, what When's SummerSlam? Three months away? Something like that? Uh, it should be in July or August. Uh, I believe July, because usually SummerSlam is like the summer pay-per-view. Usually July is, is the big month there. So two months away, we can start working into that program right away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Miz, Miz is definitely main event material. For sure. All right, anything else on that, or you want to go to the next one? Uh, um, I want to put it out there. I did uh, predict uh, Seth, Seth to win that one. Uh, if if Miz won, both of those titles would have been on uh, those uh, minor titles. Not that they're minor, but uh, technically speaking, that's what they, they're referenced as the Intercontinental United States. They would have both been on SmackDown. Um, not saying that that is an awful idea, but that would leave Raw basically with just the tag team championships, right. uh, which is another thing I want to bring up. There is no tag team title defense uh, at all on this pay-per-view. Was that was, that, that was some bullshit. I really think that was some bullshit. Like, where's the tag titles? Either one of them. Yeah, like even SmackDown, even if it's another squash match, I would have been fine with that. All right. All right. So let's go on to the next. Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's title. What did you think about this? Um, I, I think it was a great second uh, second title match for that series. Uh, one thing I want to say is, is Nia Jax. Uh, she is... An amazing performer um with with bigger people like that you tend to see them not move so fluently with with uh you know bumps or yep. certain moves uh mm -hmm. with her nothing looks like oh she screwed up like uh there was a uh spot in the match where uh, alexa pushed her uh pushed her off the top rope and she ended up bumping Thing on the apron and falling down and it all looked so fluent and that is so so rare to find anybody uh, male or female to to sell that so properly so i i think that is going to be champion for a while because there's nothing really too bad about her i mean she can't really move all that fast but i don't think she needs to yeah i totally agree and i was honestly really surprised with this match like, I thought it was going to be Nia squashing her, and that was going to be it. But Bliss had more offense than I expected. Like, it was a really good match. Um, it shows how Bliss can work a bigger wrestler. It really showed Nia's agility in the ring. Like, I was very, very impressed with this match. Yeah. And I, and I, yeah, I didn't yeah. expect much. I didn't expect much, but it was really good. Yeah, um, I also predicted Nia, Nia going over in this match uh, uh, just based off the fact that she won the title at WrestleMania, and I don't I don't see any earthly idea why she would drop the title so soon. Yeah, so. me either. I didn't really have any... Uh, I didn't really have any predictions for this pay-per-view. I didn't really get those up yet, but I was just enjoying watching it. I wasn't really sure who was going to win anything. Uh, I was just kind of ready for the surprises. But that, that was a really good match, and I kind of figured that Nia would keep it. All right, next is uh, Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy, the U.S. title match. What did you think about that? Um, I It wasn't a bad match. 
Uh, I feel that they could have a better match. So, yep, that's, um, that's where I put you. Ten years ago, I bought my first pay-per-view. Uh, that was Royal Rumble, I believe, in 08, with uh, Jeff Hardy getting a shot at the uh, uh, the big title. Then I believe it was the World Championship, World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Randy Orton was champion. Um, I remember being very disappointed that I spent 40 bucks, 40, 50, 60 bucks to not see Hardy win. But I remember that match being very, very good. Um, and I think it was better than this one. Um, I honestly expected some some kind of interference, uh, probably by, you know, like Almas. Or I was even thinking while watching it, maybe even Rusev would kind of come in and maybe get a push for that title again. Man, um, that would have been great. It was a, a clean match, uh, a clean victory. I did think Orton was going to go over uh either by dq or otherwise uh not taking anything away from jeff hardy one of my uh, top three favorite all-time wrestlers um i am very happy here retained and i'm happy to see where it's going to go from here wow hardy top three of all time that's pretty bold yeah. that's pretty bold yeah um maybe top five but uh it, he's up there probably with, with staying um staying in jeff would probably be my top two wow Wow. I thought it was a decent match. Nothing really special. Um, I hate to take anything away from these guys because I think they're both really great in the ring. But they're, man, we've been seeing these guys wrestle for like 15 years, dude. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. Uh, I'm not really into Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy match anymore unless there's something special about it. And the U.S. title wasn't enough this time. I thought it would be, it, it just seemed kind of boring to me. Like this was yeah. them just running through their typical spots, which was done well. But if I'm, but if, that that's why I did this podcast. So I could be brutally fucking honest and everyone else can yeah. too. This was fucking boring. Like there was nothing special about it. Uh, it is what it is. I mean, it was all right, but it was nothing great. Yeah, no, I'll definitely agree with that. Like I said, uh, I think it could have been a lot better. Um, but it wasn't a bad match. It was just kind of, you know, more like a typical casual match. For sure. Next, we had the Elias promo where New Day came out. Aiden English came out and erupted him. No Way Jose came out and interrupted him. I don't know, man. Bobby Roode finally came out and hit the DDT on Elias. And that kind of wrapped it up. Rude dancing like a fucking idiot kind of makes him look weak. I think the whole promo was kind of fucking lame. But if you're trying to fill time and give every, you know, give 20 people two minutes of FaceTime, I guess that's what you do. What'd you uh, think about it? Yeah, I'll agree with this. Uh, I think this was mostly for uh, Elias and Rusev. I think they had to find a way to get Rusev on the pay-per-view for sure. Um, I don't think the segment was bad. Um, I get what you're saying about rude looking weak, like act, acting like a goofball, but I really think they're trying to push him being a baby face. I'm not sure um, why either. I'm not, I'm not really not sure why. Yeah, um, he's one of the best heels uh, ever to lace a pair of boots. Um, I, although I enjoy seeing him as a face as well, he's one of those guys where it's like when he turns face, you're like, oh yeah, you know, finally, but it's, it's always a lackluster. Um, 
No Way Jose. Uh, I don't know what that was all about. It made me laugh. So maybe that's what they were going for, a little comedy effect, like halfway through the pay-per-view. That's, that's uh, It, it kind of pissed me off I because I, right I'm a huge mark for Rusev, dude. Like, he should be main event level. You know, you've been, you went to WrestleMania. You heard it. Rusev yep. Day is fucking hot right now. Like, there's uh, no actually, way. Even before WrestleMania, um, we were down Bourbon Street, and that, that's all I heard. That's all I heard all throughout New Orleans. Yeah, dude, Rusev Day is the hottest shit. Happy Rusev Day, by the way. But to have Rusev appear on Rusev Day and not have a match and have to do this lame-ass fucking <laughs> promo with No Way Jose and like, that shit's stupid. I mean, he wasn't out there dancing, but still, just to be a part of it is fucking lame. You got two minutes of TV time on a pay-per-view. That's not enough for somebody that's that over. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. That's uh, that's why I was kind of hoping he'd get involved in that uh, Orton Hardy match. It would be kind of random and surprising, and then you have Rusev, not in the main title picture, but still in a title picture. So I, I think that I think that was the road they should have gone down right there. Yeah, I definitely think they're dropping the ball on Rusev Day right now. Next match. On a lot of things. Yeah, next match. Big cast versus Daniel Bryan. What did you think about that? So, my prediction here was actually big cast going over. Wow. Um, Yeah, um, just because uh, Daniel Bryan and big cast both returned around the same time. Uh, Daniel Bryan has already gotten a great push. He already won one match, uh, one match, uh, Nakamura got involved, so I'm not sure how they uh, scored that. Uh, but I, I felt that off of a push that he could kind of put somebody over real quick and he would still be big. I mean, it's Daniel Bryan. If the guy loses, it doesn't matter. Right. You know, he's still big. And I figured that would put Cass over as a big heel on SmackDown and he could kind of um, go from there, like maybe even a world title shot with AJ. Um, Daniel Bryan winning, uh, I won't say it surprised me, um, but I will say that the uh, uh, the attack from Big Cast after, uh, that that's the way you go with that if you have Daniel Bryan coming out winning. So um, I think the match, the match was good. Um, Daniel Bryan got going a few times. It's good to see that guy uh, running all over the ring like before. Uh, I really true. enjoy those segments. And uh, Big Cass really didn't look weak at all, even with the loss. So I, I think uh, it's a win for everybody involved. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Bryan hitting his usual spots very well tonight. I love that shit. Yeah. It's so good to see that. Uh, Bryan was putting Cass over great. I mean, making him look like a monster fucking heel, it's great. Making him look big and fucking tough and all that bullshit. Like, he could go, maybe it's not Miz. Maybe it's Cass that goes after AJ next. And then Brian or somebody takes it from him. Like, he's really putting Cass in a nice, comfortable main event spot after this match. I think he put him over really well. And to have Daniel Bryant win keeps his momentum high. Not that he needs it, but maybe they think he does. Maybe they don't want him to lose. You know what I mean? I don't I don't really know, but I think it was a good call having him win, and it was a really great match. I, it was great. Big Cass performed a lot better than I expected him to. 
So, uh, yeah, Max, um, go ahead. I, I think, well, I think, yeah, I, th I just want to mention uh, while he was recovering, I, I think he was doing a lot of training. Um, he's been, uh, night and day is, is the difference from before the injury and after the injury. Uh, his promos have gotten amazing. Uh, he's much better in the ring before it kind of looked like another typical big, big guy that didn't really, you know, know how to wrestle spectacularly. And uh, since he's come back, um, um, I've I've said it almost every week. He's a seven foot edge. Yeah. And I mean to say that. I mean, Edge is a Hall of Famer. Right. Uh, so to be compared to a Hall of Famer, you're doing something right. Especially so early in his career. Like I really like Big Cass. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying I'm his biggest fan right now, but he's going somewhere. Like if he stays yeah. healthy for ten years, he could be a huge fucking star. He could be the next Edge. And uh, it, it's very hard to sell a, a big boot as a finisher, too. Right, uh, and he's doing it well. And yeah, and he's doing it, he's doing it very, very well. And that, that's really hard to do. If you're able to do that, you're a star. Yeah, uh, big things coming up for Big Cass. <laughs> Even after that yeah. loss, he, he definitely performed really well. All right, next match, Charlotte Flair versus Carmella for the SmackDown Live women's title. Um I'll go first with this one. Carmella is like Enzo, but better in the ring. That's one key note that I wrote down. Um, I wish she was as good on the mic as Enzo was, though. Really. Like, her voice is fucking annoying. But she's a little better in the ring than I expected her to be. Charlotte, I feel like, came down to her level to make Carmella look good, better. And it worked. Um... She put Carmella over in a big way in that match, I feel like. And for her to take the loss to Carmella, oh man, I, I'm not sure if that's something I would have done. Like, I would have done it to where Carmella kept the title, like a count-out victory or something. But Charlotte's still winning because you made Charlotte look really fucking weak. I mean, I hope she's not hurt, but I don't know if I would have done it that way. What do you think, Bill? Um, I mean, if you know me, you you know I was shaking my head right when you mentioned the uh, the match. Um, I I I don't know why Carmella won that lap match whatsoever. Um, if she was to win that match, I I have to say you kind of have to do like a uh, like a roll up grabbing the tights, right? Know, something uh, real cheater like like an eye poke, I right? Mean, something. Um, and I would have had her, I mean, I would be okay with her as a run with champion if she, if she was like a big heel, you know what I'm talking about? Like, kind of like Nakamura in a way, you know, like just showing up and then cheating all the, you know, yeah. using underhand tactics, uh, the whole thing. I could see that. Um, as far as her being compared to Enzo, I, I don't know about that. Um, I, I think Enzo had way more potential, even though he was a bit, uh, not that talented in the ring. Uh, Carmella, she's just annoying. Um, kind of like the Iconics. Uh, I think they, they should kind of make a stable um, yep. just to annoy the shit out of people. They are all uh, three extremely annoying. Uh, the, the, the part that burns me the most, though, is uh, as far as the Iconics go, uh, both of them can decently wrestle uh, Peyton Royce more than Billy Kay. Um, but I, I think this, this story they got going with all three of them is, is killing their characters. Um, I, I think 
Carmella needs to do something about her mic work. I don't know if WWE is telling her to, you know, be stupid and annoying or if that's her her job. I, I don't know, but it needs to change. I, I don't know if I can deal with it any longer. That's true. Uh, I will say this. The, the match itself was great. Yeah. Um, I think I think it was probably like in the top three matches of the night. Yeah. I would say. Um, I, I just wasn't really okay with the finish. Like she just kind of came down off of a moonsault and kind of still half landed it and just got rolled up. Uh, I think if anything, you have her totally uh, wipe out from the moonsault, and then you have her, uh, and then you have Carmella, you know, roll her up and maybe, maybe even use the ropes as leverage. Right. You know? Something. Yep. Something. Some underhanded move. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, but I, I I really do feel like Charlotte kind of. Uh, maybe she like wrestled a little less hard than usual to come down to Carmella's level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's Charlotte. In my opinion, she has to do that with any woman she faces. Uh, probably aside from maybe Natalia. Or Oscar. Um, Natalia's amazing. Uh, Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've also been a big fan of, of Bailey. Um, a lot of people, you know, not really liking her because she's kind of a. Uh, basic superstars what I'm hearing uh, but I really like her the belly to belly I think it's one of a real good finisher um, <laughs> that's funny <laughs> but we'll, we'll see what the we'll see what the future holds for uh, Carmella and her her championship uh, yeah we will she see needs to, she needs to do start start being a real heel soon or she's going to lose it um, and it would make sense if she lost that money in the bank as well just kind of like a slap in the face yeah that would be very ironic. <laughs> yeah. All right, next match. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE Championship. No disqualifications. What did you think about this? Oh, hold on, hold on. First, why the fuck was this not the main event? That's the first question. Why the fuck was this not the main event? I, I really don't know that. Um, I was going to bring that up when we were when we were going to talk about the main event because I was uh, I, yeah. I was confused. Um, my my only uh, uh, um, like answer to that would be that because of the finish, if you had that finish to finish off the pay per view, it might just kind of yeah, that's true. You that's know, true. leave fans going like going home like what the fuck, you know, like feeling feeling ripped off. Yeah. I thought it was a great match, though. Man, there were some fucking hard shots in this match. Like, this this may have been match of the night if it had a different finish. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, it, it was an amazing match. Uh, definitely, like, second best match of the night by far. Um, there, was, there was more, more nut shots in this match than there were title changes the yeah. past month. So, yeah, yeah, and that chair uh, to Nakamura's and, knee that ricocheted off and hit AJ in the face, like, that was so fucking crazy. Yeah, um, yeah, when, when people say wrestling is fake, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show them that clip. Right. Uh, because that, you could, you could tell he got cut open from that chair, it hit him just right. And uh, I think, even though it was obviously an accident, I think it was one of the most perfect things that could have happened in that match. Oh, for sure. It's, it's one of it, Yeah. It's one of those things where it's unexpected, but it's a gift. Yep. Um, I will say the, the double, uh, 
what is it, a double knockout? I don't know. What yeah, a double it. count out or something like that. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. They were both down for the 10 count. Um, I'm okay with that finish as long as uh, the next match is like a last man standing match or uh, or some you know, a special team match type. Maybe they, uh, maybe they go hell in a cell or a ladder match or something. Yeah. Or even the last testicle standing match, you know, <laughs> have a first. Yeah. That would, um, be, that would be something. Yeah. And, and it's H.A. and Shinsuke. Uh, they're, they're not going to have a big match. They're always going to be high on the card. They're always going to have a great match. So I'm always happy to see them fight. Yeah, me too. Uh, at first, I was thinking to myself, like, man, this is the third time we've seen this in, like, a month. But this was the best time. This was the best match out of the three that they've had. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, because of the no DQ. Even though it really didn't factor in too much. You had a few chair shots, a few nut shots. I could I, I thought they could have done a lot more. But, um, like I said, maybe that, that next match, maybe they'll bring all their cards out. I keep hearing you take bong rips, man. I haven't been doing that on uh, on the pod, but I'm definitely going to go rip one when I'm done. Uh, well, I'm vaping. Oh, well, damn. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, that's, I got I to gotta quit to uh, get a new job. That's even better now. But, um, man, that sing-along ad is fucking terrible. Uh, oh, the, uh, the Cobra? Yeah. That that yeah. single long ad, that's oh, fucking yeah. garbage. Yeah, it doesn't even look like the people are singing at all. They're not. They need, <laughs> they they need something new for sure. I'll, I'll 100% agree with that. All right, next match, though. Strowman and Lashley versus Owens and Sane. What did you think about this? <clears throat> well, I thought it was going to be a squash match, and it pretty much was. Uh, yep. Sammy, Kevin had a little bit of offense, but... I kind of feel uh, with this match, you see uh, Kevin and Sammy getting into it. I I don't think they should really break them up this soon. I agree. Um, I I think I think they could do a lot of work together still, uh, especially with being on on Raw, being a tag team. Uh, I think uh, if you can get them in a feud eventually with Matt and Bray, that would be some serious uh, serious good stuff. Yep. Uh, probably the best Raw has to offer. Um, so I, I don't really see why they were getting into it. I kind of do because, I mean, it's Braun Strowman. Like, you know, it's like if I was in that position, I'd probably throw my team in too. I'd be like, fuck that. You know, you, <laughs> that's on you, dude. Um, I, I don't I don't know why this match happened. There was really no build. Uh, the only reason I could see is they're trying to get Braun Bobby as a team. Like they're trying to you know, keep on selling it by doing more matches. Um, the overall match wasn't too bad. Uh, you had Braun wrecking people. Again, Sammy and Kevin got a little bit offensive. And um, I think it could have been placed somewhere else in the match card, maybe like have that start off the show. Yeah, I think so too. It should have been on um, earlier in the night. And also... I really expected this to be a squash also, but um, with the Owens and Sami Zayn fight, that was very entertaining. And I think that added a lot to the match. Owens took the fall, 
man, I don't know where they really go from here. Like, they're friends, they're not friends. I don't want to see them fight again. I kind of like seeing them fight, but I just don't want to see it anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm over it. So, they need to just tag team up and and start wrestling better and, and quit being like pussies. Yep. Well, I will, get, I will give Kevin this. Uh, Sammy tried running away, which I said while watching, I was like, you know what, I don't blame Sammy. Like, I'd get the hell out of there, too, if I was facing Ron. Right. But Kevin is like, no, we stay and fight. Um, and I, I thought that was, I was, I was surprised by that. Uh, that's not, in my opinion, that's not really a, a usual move for Kevin. Right. That's not so, an Owens move. Right. Yeah. So I was almost thinking like they're trying to get Kevin over as a face now and have Sammy be a heel. Yeah, I agree with that. So what did you think about Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns? Um, I, I think the match was real good. Um, and even the segment before the match, uh, Joe slamming Reigns through a table, uh, throwing him over the two other tables. Uh, you could tell like the match was going to be like a fight atmosphere with that. Um, I think that was very well done. Um, I think I predicted Samoa Joe going over, but I made a comment that, you know, WWE is probably going to put Reigns over again. Um, which I'm not too upset about. I am a Roman Reigns fan, not his biggest fan, but I am a fan. Um, my biggest complaint about this match is that what it was the main event yet again, and you have Roman going over in the main event once again. Um, I think I, I don't understand it at all. Um, it kind of bothers me a little bit because it's like, that's like, you know, back in the day, like them putting Cena over on, on the main event. It's like, well, we've seen this story before, you know, like let's kind of get something new here. Um, I think AJ and Shinsuke should have main evented, but like I said, with that finish, uh, it would probably leave a sour, uh, you know, sour taste in people's mouths. Um, but so did Roman winning. So Yeah, I agree. I I think I the beginning know. was fucking great. The beatdown before the bell was awesome. Going through the table was good. Going over tables looks kind of weak, to be honest. Um, yeah. I don't really fucking like the going over the tables. Like, that's bullshit. Just put him through a fucking table. Uh, it was all Joe. Joe just destroying Reigns this whole match. It was fucking great. I usually, when I'm taking these notes... Because I watch a lot of Simon Miller ups and downs and shit like that. And um, so I kind of do an ups and downs while I'm like jotting notes. The match got to up. The outcome got to fucking down. Like yeah. it, the match yeah. was so good. And for Roman to hit one spear in the last minute and that pretty much be like the only offense he had the whole fucking match. That's lame as fuck. That, that's a rope dope that's a rope-a-dope. That's Joe getting tired of beating your ass, and then you hit one spear and win. Like, that's fucking lame to me. Yeah. Um, I did think he hit, um, I, well, I want to say at least two, but I did think he hit three spears. Oh, well, maybe I just caught the, the end of that. But um, still, the, the offense was so one-sided. Yeah. And then uh, 
plus uh, Joe locking in that coquina clutch and almost putting out Reigns there. Uh, Reigns' eyes were going to the back of his head. And, uh, yeah, like I, I, Reigns was, was going to pass out there. I honestly feel like with Samoa Joe going to SmackDown, and he's another one that could be a really big top contender for AJ or Nakamura or anyone over there on the main event scene. Um, I really think Joe should have took this. Yeah, but I'm not really sure what on Raw would have looked strong except for Strowman and Lashley and them taking out Owens and saying even though they're great aren't a huge win like that's not a huge win for them so I really I guess I don't know what would make Raw look good because you had AJ and, and Shinsuke that fucking pretty much stole the show like they put on a great match for Smackdown no one really did that for Raw Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns was that key, and putting Reigns over makes Raw look good, but that's shitty, because Roman is shitty, and it should have been Joe. <laughs> I, I really think it should have been Joe. Just the way that the match went, it didn't make any sense for Roman to win. Yeah, no, I'll agree with that. Uh, that that's kind of why I, I chose Joe as well. Uh, I figure, well, if he beats Reigns, he can go over on SmackDown, and realistically, he could walk up to AJ and be like, look, I just beat Roman Reigns, like, you're next, and everybody would take him serious. He would right. be a serious player on SmackDown. Exactly, exactly. Um, now, now I feel that he's going to be bumped down probably to, like, a U.S. title shot with Jeff. Right. Or and maybe, not, even, maybe even a triple threat with him and Orton. And I and I want to see Joe with these other people. I really want to see Joe with these other people because I'm tired of seeing Orton and, and Hardy and these same fucking matches we see every week. Right. Yeah, I think even if Reigns lost, he, he would have been okay on Raw, but for Samoa Joe to lose and then to go to SmackDown, uh, that, that I... I expected Reigns to win only because Reigns has been losing to Lesnar and every fucking Monday he comes out there and opens a show or whatever, has his own segment. I'm not trying to make an excuse, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So this yeah. is going to change that up. Oh, I finally beat Shut Up Samoa Joe. He's on fucking SmackDown now. You know? I'm the big dog. Yeah. No, you're really not. Like... It's fucking lame. Lame as hell. But uh, to say that he got rid of Joe is going to like make him look good again. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. So that's, that's, I think, why a good reason why they put Reigns over. I'm just fucking tired of Roman Reigns already. Like the whole he gets put over everyone. I'm really surprised that he didn't beat Brock. In, in these two matches that he had at WrestleMania and the Greatest World Rumble. The whole time, I mean, well, I'm, I'm definitely not uh, bummed. I'm definitely not bummed. I loved being at Mania, and I loved the Greatest World Rumble. But especially watching the Greatest World Rumble, I'm watching it like, I think this is the time that they're finally going to fucking put it on him when that's what no one wants. You know? And I yeah. feel like I, yeah. I'm a little relieved that we're past that. That Brock will probably drop it to someone else. Roman and Brock won't be fighting each other anytime soon, hopefully. So I'm pretty relieved that we're over that. Yeah, um, 
I kind of feel it, it was Roman's time too. Uh, I think a big factor that played into Roman not getting the title is uh, Brock Lesnar's contract. Uh, he's getting paid somewhere around like six hundred thousand plus per appearance, and I think without a championship, like why would you pay a guy that? You know, like you need to have him be champion, and obviously he can't be on there every week because you'd go broke, but. I, I don't know what they're doing. I, I, I think that they should have taken the belt off Lester, like kind of let him go to UFC and do his whole thing, save all that money because it's not worth it to not have the Universal Champion on Raw weekly. I agree. I mean, and not taking anything away from Kevin Owens. He's one of the greatest performers uh, of the modern era here now. But um, he's being regarded as probably the best Universal Champion to this day because he was on Raw every week, he was doing promos, he was defending all the time, he was the guy. Everybody else, like Finn had to give it up, uh, Goldberg was around every so often, not taking anything away from Goldberg, obviously, and then uh, Lesnar winning it uh, off of Goldberg and then, you know, kind of not, not being around. Uh, I I really don't know what, what they're doing and why they're doing it. I, I wish I could to get an interview with somebody to ask them those questions. I want to add, I want to add something there. Goldberg being the universal champion was a fucking joke. Like I hated those two minute matches or like those 20 second matches. I feel like he never, maybe like a handful of times actually worked a real wrestling match. I don't, I don't think um, that he deserved yeah, but at the same time, like, early on in Goldberg's career, that's how most of his matches were for, like, the first hundred matches he had. Right, I understand, but he's a grown-ass um, adult. Not, like, he shouldn't be babied. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not saying that it's okay just because he did it, like, at the beginning of his career or anything like that. Like, I think he should still go out there and legitimize himself. Um, I, I, I do feel that, because um, I think when... I think it's when Brock won it off of him. Is they did have it was a quick match. I think it was only like ten minutes or something like that. But, but the intensity. Yeah, he did. He was, did finally take a little bit of a beating, which was good because he never usually does. And, and I'm I'm glad that you know they took it off of him like that. But I was never a big fan of Goldberg. Um, I liked watching him get worked, to be honest. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree. Owens is a, was a great universal champion, and I think they should give it to someone else like Seth Rollins or Finn Balor. And as much as I'd hate to say this because I love Brock Lesnar's work, they should uh, let him go or figure out a way to pay him a lot less so we can see him a lot more. Because I miss the Brock Lesnar that was there every week, like 10 years ago or whatever it was. Yeah. And he was actually like a real full-time person on the roster and he was wrestling Kurt Angle and shit every week. That shit was good. That was great. Can we get that guy back? But the money is just yeah, too high. 100%, 100%. The money is way too high. Six hundred, yeah, six hundred thousand something. That means uh, about four or five matches a year, because uh, that's at the three million mark at that point around there. So right, uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. More than that, that's fucking ridiculous money. Yeah, he's he's done what two matches this this year already. So why? 
I think he's going to do, I'm hearing that he's going to defend at the money in the bank, um, which I'll say this, he kind of doesn't need to because you have those money in the bank matches and then you can kind of put all the other titles on the line to cover up that he's not there. But what if someone wins the uh, money in the bank and then cashes in on him that night? Like, well, I see, and that's another thing too. I think it would actually be very interesting if a Raw superstar won because Lesnar's never there. So when he does show up, you kind of got to cash it in. Um, I think it would be a great storyline because it's kind of like, yeah, you won money in the bank, but you're kind of screwed because the champ is never here. I wonder if they're going to do one for both brands. I think they should. um, The roster's so big now that they definitely could. I think there will be one on both brands, but I think one will be a male, one will be a female again. Yeah, that's possible. I don't know. I like when there's two guys and two girls. Like, it makes it really interesting. That would be good. They have yeah. enough talent to do it, for sure. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, let's, let's wrap this up here in a minute. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we don't have a lot of followers, but we're steadily growing. We're on five different podcast platforms. Um, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic or, or something, Radio Public, Anchor FM, iTunes, hit up the Facebook page, Instagram page. We're all over the place. Hit us up. Uh, if you want to be on the podcast, send us a message. I'll record you off my phone. We'll have a little talk about it. I'll add it to the show. Um, anything you want to add, William? Um, no, I uh, Plug yourself. Plug your video game channels and all that there. shit. Plug yourself. You got video game channels and shit. This guy plays hella video games. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I got a YouTube. It's uh, the Dead Man's Hand 420. Uh, I got over a thousand subs right now. You can follow me on there. I'm going to uh, uh, figure out how to upload these podcasts to there, too, so you'll be able to view it on there. Um, also, I got a Twitch. It's uh, Bill underscore Compton 1835. You can follow me on there uh, to see all types of games. All right. I think that's it. Uh, thanks for listening and subscribe or subscribe, follow our Facebook page and, uh, check us out. We'll be adding more to this and adding more contacts, uh, more content soon. Thanks. Talk to everybody later. Peace out.